look at it from a management perspective. First off, evaluate your effect. Do you have uh, 60 roles or tasks for every 100 people? What I mean by a role or a task is like a Sunday school teacher or an usher or uh, somebody that visits in the hospital. If you don't have at least 60 roles or tasks, you're underutilizing your people. Secondly, do you have a job description for every ministry position that describes uh, what the job is, what the activities are, who you report to, etc.? You can find examples of job descriptions in the book uh, The Secret of Church Leadership that I've written or in the Church Planner's Toolkit or in some of the other books also has examples. In our church, we had a whole notebook full of job descriptions. Number three, does every spiritual gift have the opportunity to be used? Now, which spiritual gifts are supposed to be used today has some difference of understanding within the body of Christ. Some lists are longer than other people's lists. We're not going to discuss that, but you do want to make sure that there's ministry opportunities for every gift you believe that God wants to be used. Here's how you do this. You make a list of the spiritual gifts. So you make a list of them, and then you make a the list of the ministry opportunities. Now, you draw the, like the children's diagram. It's a matching test, and you say, where does this gift go? And so you can uh, draw... Connections to say, oh, it goes with this gift and with this gift. And then you can say, well, where does, where does uh, the second gift go? And the third gift? And so on. Now, what you'll discover, if you do that, you may discover that certain gifts don't have a sufficient ministry outlet. I did this one time for our church when our church was fairly young. And I discovered that we had no ministry opportunities for the gift of mercy. Now, as a founding pastor, you could suppose what gift I don't have. We tend to find areas of opportunity where we're gifted because we can see those things better than where we're not gifted. What percentage of people in the church would you say have the gift of mercy? 10%? 15%? I don't know the exact number, but it's a sizable percentage. I did this exercise just a week before a, a young woman came up to me. She had just finished our newcomers class, and she was about uh, 21 years of age. And uh, she was so excited to, to, to discover her spiritual gifts. And she discovered that she had the gift of leadership and the gift of mercy. And she came up and talked to me after the newcomers class was over. And she says, she says, Bob, this is so wonderful. I'm so excited about this church. But you know what, Bob? We need some 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 ministries around here. We need to have a crisis hotline for when people have a problem, they can call in and get help. We need to raise up people that can go visit in the hospitals when people are sick. We need to be able to, to paint the houses and to mow the lawns of, of uh, the elderly when they need help that way. When somebody has a new baby, we need to take meals over to help the family out. She named off 20 different things that could be done. She was quite an energetic and visionary 21-year-old. And I told her... I said, I put you now in charge of those ministries. So go raise up a team and see what you can do to develop ministries for the gift of mercy. Within about three or four years, she had raised up over 200 people that were involved in, in the care team. People in our church were involved in various capacities. She was a visionary. She teamed up with somebody that had the gift of mercy and administration. So she was the catalyzer that created lots of stuff, and the person that she was teamed up with was the organizer that organized all the stuff that she created. See, the catalyzer, what we call cats in English, 
they start with nothing and end up with stuff. The organizers are what we call the orgs. They take messes and they put them into systems. Then you have the ops, and they take the systems and make them better and even color in some squares. Fascinating combination. The faszinierende Kombinationen. You want to make sure that you have enough outlets for every ministry in your every gift in your church. You realize that that most churches are organized really only to use a few gifts. What gift is the one that's that's the most frequently looked to in a church? Gift of teaching. I think so. What's another gift that's that's used? Leadership. Leadership. Music. Leadership. Yeah, that, some people don't know if it's a spiritual gift or not. Yeah, counseling or exhortation. To be host. Uh, hospitality. So make sure you have enough enough opportunities. Then make sure that you have uh, 20 to 25% of your workforce focused on ministries outside. This can be uh, ministries of compassion or ministries of pre-evangelism or evangelism. Now you don't need to have too much more than that mobilized because that will bring far that'll bring plenty of new people in that will need to be cared for and discipled. And the final step is do you have a systematic process so that everybody coming in can discover and begin to use their spiritual gift. 